down at your feet, O oh Lord, is the most high place in your presence, Lord. I seek your face, I seek your face. There is no higher calling, no greater honor than to bow and kneel before your throne. I'm amazed at your glory embraced by your mercy, O I live to worship you. Yes, um, so that that was a song by um, Jonathan Butler. I just felt really like um, led to continue to well, just to just sing that song before I started recording and. Um, it's a very, it's funny enough, this is one of those songs that I didn't really know the person who sang it. And I don't even, he's not someone I'm really familiar with as an artist. But I, this song is just really, it's really awesome. And I've, there, there's, I have done a musing on this before now where we called it No Higher Calling. And it just says, you know, down at your feet, O oh Lord, is the most high place in your presence, Lord. We seek your face. There is no higher calling, no greater honor than to bow and kneel before your throne. I am I am amazed at your glory. I am embraced by your mercy. Oh Lord, I live to worship you. Wow. It's so, you know, there, there are some songs that are born out of personal relationship. You can tell, you know, even you listening to the song, you can tell that this is a lived experience when someone says at your feet down at your feet in other words I am bowed down at your feet oh lord that is the highest place in your presence lord I seek your face it says there is no higher calling now let's try and unpack that a little bit there are many things we can be called to be. We can be called to be great men and women, the greatest people on the planet. We can be called to be the most intelligent minds. Today we see accolades and awards for people who have billions, who have big, you know, industries, who've gone to space, who've done sort of marvelous things, who have, um, you know, who lead big nations. I mean, there are many things that you can be called to do, you know, even maybe scientific discoveries, you know, there, there's just a lot that could happen. And all those things, I mean, even medical doctors, medical feet, people who have literally helped discover things that have saved people's lives and done a lot of really great things that are worthy of commendation. And for many of those people, those things are a calling. You know, it's a calling of some sort. I mean, regardless, I mean, I believe that a calling can be positive, it can be negative, it can also be spiritual, it can be intellectual, it can be professional, it can be secular. You know, a calling can be anything. Even a par- even a parent, some people take, you know, parenting can be a calling. And I think actually that's the best way to take 
your role as a parent, whether you're a biological parent, an adoption parent, or just, um, how would I say, community parents. <laughs> so people are, God bless all those community mothers everywhere. Oh God, they're hot, wonderful. People who make themselves, you know, like mother figures or, you know, in places where they find themselves, either in their neighborhood or in their school or workplace, you know. It's a calling. And, but in certain, when, when you find, so, you know, it's a calling, let's just put it that way. So there are many callings that we can have is the point of reflection that I believe is coming to me at this point. But there's also a divine calling. And these are also, you can be called to be a prophet, you can be called to be a teacher, you can be called to be a pastor. But what this song is saying is that there is no higher calling than to no greater honor than to bow and kneel before the throne of God. Because in all of those other callings, those other callings have relevance only on this earth. But that the person who has the honor, oh Father, the person who has the honor, the privilege, the access, the the honor, that's just the word, to bow and kneel before the throne of the most high God. There is no higher calling because it's not a place that anybody can come to at the feet of the Lord. It's not. It's not. It's not. Because the Bible says without holiness, no man can say the Lord. The feet of the Lord is actually probably the most exclusive place ever. (laughs) It actually is. Even when Jesus was on earth, very few people actually got to get to his feet, if you know what I mean. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't easy. Because first of all, there were a lot of people trying to get there. And, you know, there was always a protective force around. But some people did. We know of the woman with the alabaster box who was able to come to his feet. And even, you know, when she got there, there was a lot of opera people were like, why is she doing that, you know? And the Lord had to tell them, leave her. So there were people who were going to drag her out of the place, you know, that Jesus said, leave her. And, of course, we also know about the woman that touched the hem of his garment. She too went to great effort to get to his garment. Holy Spirit, I just at this point, just be aware that it's not me talking. The Holy Spirit is just reflecting here because this is why we do these things, because this is just the Holy Spirit speaking. Because these are things I've never thought about. It's just bringing these analogies and making me see. And why this is why this podcast is called Musings with Jesus, because we learn as we muse, as we reflect. The Holy Spirit just speaks. And so the woman with the issue of blood also touched... Um, the helm of his garment and these are stories i'm making reference to bible stories and even though you may not be familiar with the bible if you ever hear me say anything on this musing um that you don't know just google woman with the issue of blood kjv for king james version or woman with the issue of blood and just read up about her and um which is why sometimes i don't like to make these because it's musings and you know we don't always i mean we always reference the scripture but it's important that we just talk about it and you can always go and read it up by yourself. Sometimes I do read the verses here, but other times I just go as the Spirit leads. So right now, we're talking about the people who had access, the few people who had access to the feet of Jesus while he was on earth in his earthly ministry. And the Bible also tells us of little children coming to him. And again, the people around him wanted to, you know, drive them away. And he said, no, allow them to come because... 
of such is the kingdom of God. So he said, everyone that comes to the kingdom must come as a child with the innocence of a child, with the trust of the child, with the faith of a child, blind innocence, blind trust. Otherwise, you cannot access the kingdom. So those are the three categories. And then again, okay, John, um, he, the disciple that is described as the disciple whom God, whom Jesus loved, um, John self-described himself as the disciple whom Jesus loved. So we, we know that he had access to the Lord. We, we we read accounts of him laying his head on Jesus' breast. So not exactly at his feet, but close to him anyways. Um, but in the spirit of this song by Jonathan Butler, which was re- released in the year 2004, we see that access to the feet of Jesus, even on earth, was not an easy thing. But Jonathan here is singing about access to the spiritual feet of God, the throne of God where God is. And he calls it a calling and an honor to be able to bow and kneel before his throne. And he talks about the glory of God, which is, you know, just the essence of who God is, how he presents, how we see, you know, just who he is, the awesomeness of his majesty. And he says, I am embraced by your mercy. Again, like I said, this is a lived experience. And I think I just want to talk about what it means to be a born-again child of God because I think that word has been so abused and normalized and minimized that I think sometimes we, some of us, I think also because a lot of people are around us who I'm not sure they really had that encounter. There's a real experience of meeting Christ. It's not about changing church it's not about being in a particular church or a place there is something called the born again experience and if you have not had it you have not had it if you wonder if you don't know what i'm talking about then you have not had that experience it's as real as being plunged into an ocean and coming out you know going into the depths of the bottom of an ocean and coming out you know how that experience would make you feel if that happened to you that's exactly how being born again is you are pulled out of something into something else a new awareness you are literally born again you're, you are born again your spirit something happens to you it's not Second Corinthians chapter 5 talks about this. It says if any man be in Christ is a new creature. It's not, it's not just words. Something happens when you give your life to Christ. And recently I'm beginning to realize that there are a lot of there are quite a number of people who claim to be born again, who live as though they are part of the church, but they never really had that experience. They never did for whatever reason but they think they are exactly so I, I, it, it seems they think that all of us are faking it or that you know being born again is just to say that you're born again no it's the experience that actually makes you confidently affirm that you're born again if you feel like nothing has changed then maybe nothing has And I think we don't preach about this enough because we let people get away with thinking 
being born again is just oh you confess you believe christ comes and then that means you are saved no yes that happens and i'm not saying when you get born again okay boom one you know cosmic thing happens but there is a day you will wake up and you realize that you are different if that does not happen it's possible you are not yeah the born again experience comes with a divine encounter it may not be like in fact it's not going to be like paul you know who saw like a massive angel it's not going to be like that but something is going to happen inside of you all of us went through it i don't know of anybody who had a solid born again christian jesus i the day i came to jesus moment and did not have an experience or an awakening so there are many ways in which it happens it's either for some people it's, it's, it's instantaneous that is quite rare for some other people, in fact, some people it's healing or whatever, you know, there's some, but most of us, it's we wake up one day and we just realize that we're different. So that realization comes, and I'm saying maybe like a week, a month or two or three months after you've given your life, you just wake up one day and you now realize that, wow, that thing I used to struggle with or that, you just realize that you're different and you can't put your finger on it. But what has happened is that God has taken away the nature of sin. And now brought his own nature in. It doesn't mean that you will not be able to sin or I will not be able to sin. It just means that the propensity for sin is taken away. So we then, we now have the ability to live above sin. But whether you then live up, um, true to that nature or not is a different thing. But when we had the other nature, even when we wanted to do good, the ability to be good, we didn't have it. So you needed, it was just really tough. But now, in Christ, there's now the ability and the desire to actually live like Christ. But then, whether you choose to now do so, whether the unrenewed mind then takes over, because again, we are spirit, we are soul, we are body. So sometimes the mind still wants certain things. Sometimes the flesh, which is really the problem, also still wants certain things. So the flesh is not born again. The mind is not born again. Those things may hamper, may now, you know, overwhelm, um, the human being my life or you know your life or whoever's life <clears throat> excuse me depending on you know how much how conscious we are about it but the, something happens in the spirit that is noticeable to the person that it happens to and um that is that that something is what makes it possible for you to experience what this man is talking about because it's not possible to bow at the feet of god to be called to be this kind of person that is embraced by his your mercy you you, you can't sing this kind of song if you haven't had the experience and the encounter with god this song is for it's called no higher calling by jonathan butler it is a song for people or for someone who has experienced and had this re- recreated spirit experience this born again jesus in my soul jesus has come and given me the spirit of christ renaturing remastering you know those we talk about remastering a tape the born again experience is like the tape is remastered your spirit is actually remastered and you, you then have the ability to come into the presence of god and worship him as though Adam never existed, the sin of Adam never existed, Satan never came in and became the God of this world, as though imperfection never existed, as though your life, you know, you never sinned, Jesus just 
covers it all with his blood and you're just able to worship God in the way that God intended human beings to worship him without any consciousness of sin you know it's amazing even though you're still a human being on earth and he says you know you know it's just no higher calling so I I thank God for that I think and it's funny because sometimes I get so caught up in my life and in the things that are going on you know I haven't recorded for some days because of stuff going on but I forget that one thing that doesn't change in all of that is the ability to praise God and the ability to worship God because I have you know my body can be ravaged my mind can be ravaged my soul can be disheartened but my spirit cannot be broken my spirit cannot be disheartened my spirit cannot be tainted because my spirit is recreated after Christ in righteousness and true holiness. The spirit is the one, my only true connection with the Lord. And I can always fall back on that spirit because that spirit is directly connected to the God, to the Lord. So when Jonathan says here there is no higher calling, what he's saying is that greater than everything that I may possess, that I may know, that I may have, that I may be, is that which I am in Christ. amazing it's really really truly amazing and I pray for everyone that is listening I I pray even for myself as well that I never lose sight of the greatness of this calling this calling to be a, a son of God the Bible says to as men to as many as believed in Jesus he God gave them the power to be called the sons of God even to them that believed upon his name And part of the power of that sonship is the ability to access the throne of God, to stand and to kneel and to bow before him and worship him in the same way as every any other occupant or angel or 20 and 4 elders before his throne can and will. And it's a place that very few people get to access feet of the Lord I I pray that I carry around with me a consciousness of that because I think sometimes particularly when you are faced with trials of the flesh you know things are going on physically and emotionally we just that whole spiritual context is just lost and the point is except one is in a coma or whatever if I even in a coma depending you can still praise God depending on the kind of experience and what's going on in your space there's still the ability so what I'm really sensing in my heart now and I'm really praying that the Lord teach me how to do is how to live a life of 24-7 worship and praise to the extent that regardless of what's going on around me in my environment, in my mind, in my soul in my body that I never lose that higher calling praise worship i live to worship you that i'm always in that live to worship mode and that even higher than the calling to be a pastor to be a minister of the gospel is the calling of the to worship the lord wow yes oh holy spirit that's where you were taking me to because i think sometimes those of us in ministry we get caught up in the ministry and lose sight of the worship. At the end of the day, 
the book of Revelation says that thou art his worthy to receive praise, glory, honor, for he has created all things for his pleasure, and they are created. Everything that I, the primary reason for my existence on earth is to give glory to the Lord, is to worship him. Is to worship him. The service is good to live, to worship and serve God, yes, but the worship first and foremost. The worship. But the Bible says, the Father seeketh such, the hour cometh and now is when the Father who looks for um, when, when true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and the truth for the Father seeketh such he seeks it and anything that God seeks yeah that is what we should pay attention to so this is really the Holy Spirit speaking to me because I'm I in fact I just opened I I never knew that this was not where he was going to go with this and I didn't even know I didn't this is totally unscripted I didn't have a topic. I just this all started with a song that just came into my spirit. I now realize that this is what the Lord is making me realize that what must never change. Because I'm I, I think I've been spending a lot of time on learning to serve God and you know minister and do that. And I think I'm I'm I am ignoring him. I have been overlooking yeah, the worship of the Father. The, the, the service to the Father and to the kingdom of the Father should, you know, should not take preeminence over worship to the Father. Worship to the Father, worship of the Father is the overarching, is the core goal. It's that worship that will then enable us to do every other thing. But the worship of the Father, the worship of and to the Father is the most important thing. That's, there is no higher calling. So Jonathan was really there is no higher calling every other calling is is a sub you know is is, is is a subdivision of this high calling you should never lose sight of that and i think that's why some people sometimes stray away from god because when the ministry and every other thing you know when the service becomes more important than the worship then you know at the end of the day how are you even sure that what you're even doing is even you know is of God or what God or even brings glory to God it becomes something else because it is it is it is, it is possible to serve and to do what good works without doing it in in God or in him so thank you very much Holy Spirit for bringing this to my attention because I think this is an area that I need to do better in and, and I think I like the live to worship I think I like that because that I can easily do <laughs> And I think in doing that, then you, you change me rather than me trying to change myself. I like that. So please work with me more a bit more on that because I think I need to understand, you know, this is, let this be the beginning of several conversations that will help me grow in this area. So thank you very much for listening. If this has blessed you, I please ask and pray that you share this with anyone that you think would benefit from this as well. And I pray that the Lord will take these words to every heart and every life that he has ordained it for to his glory in the name of our lord and savior jesus christ amen stay blessed in the name of our lord and savior jesus christ amen